Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's been a, a lot of stuff going on the past week since the CFP uh, semifinals uh, to do with coaches leaving, rumors about coaches leaving, basketball team, uh, then just the CFP game itself. Ben, we'll start off with the CFP semifinals against Georgia. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? We know it didn't go the way we wanted it to, but – what do you think? So, you know, I thought that Georgia was the better team, and they, they proved it, and there was no doubt about it. Um, you know, halfway through the first quarter, maybe maybe sooner than that, um, you know, almost to a man, position for position, um, they were bigger, faster, stronger. And uh, on the positions that, that we had an advantage at, uh, which, which wasn't very many, um, they, they had a great game plan to, to take those guys out of play, um, and execute it very successfully. Um, a disappointing end to a great season. I don't think it takes away from the season they had. You know, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, we'll be 12 and two, I'd have been jumping up and down for joy and make the, you know, the college football playoff. Um, but I think it, it yeah, truly it's... shows the distance between, uh, you know, the elite SEC and the elite Big Ten or rest of the country for that matter, because um, I don't think the Big Ten's won a college football playoff game. Uh, no, no, Ohio State won it. Ohio State won the first championship. Oh, yep, after that. Yep. Yeah, they won it at 14, and then, well, Ohio State went to that. No, Ohio State's, I think, 3-3. Three and three. They've been to the championship game three times, I think. They know they've been twice because they went. Uh, they went last season, <clears throat> but they lost to Alabama. But other than that, uh, no, no one else has. Ohio State's the only one with the win in the college in the CFP. That's why I say. I mean, we sit here and talk about every week about the the only. It's Ohio State, yeah. I mean that's. That's the only team that's been able to compete with the higher up ACC teams in the past ten years. Yeah, I mean, I think that's got to do with a lot of who was coaching there at the time, and again, what goes on at that college that we all know goes on at that college helps them out. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm not against it as long as I mean it goes to a certain point, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, going back on the Georgia game, <clears throat> I mean, being there, as you said, like watching the, the difference of us, like the two teams, like both coming in at 12 and one, both being, I mean, what, Georgia was favored by seven, I think. Uh, I didn't see what the final line was, but Michigan come in and – I think a lot of people thought they – I know a lot of Michigan fans thought they had a shot, but we, we definitely did not. I, I remember watching that first drive, and I was like, well, you don't score on this first – like our first drive after Georgia scored in like three minutes and just move the ball like they wanted. Like, yeah, it will. They had no shot. I knew it was pretty much, hey, if we don't score here – on this first drive, 
could get ugly quick. And yeah. uh, I, I, I was like, I remember just sitting there and I was like, but I was still the only one in my section that was telling people to stand up. Right. Like, it was, it, 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 Dad, we, we filled that stadium. It was 75, 25, if not more. If, and, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, like reading Twitter and other social media, but most people were rating right that range with you anywhere from 60% to 80%. Uh, yeah, because, like, Georgia, Georgia really just had that their corner. Yeah. Uh, with their band and stuff. I mean, there was obviously Georgia fans spread out throughout the stadium. But like their thickness, blood, but our thickness was pretty much three quarters of the stadium. So I mean, we traveled. I mean, I know we got a lot of fans that are down there right now, anyways, and who will travel for games like this. I mean, being with the alumni and all that. But uh, yeah, I think we're I think we're easily the best traveling fan base uh, in college football. And if you take that with you know our 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 records over the last two decades, really. Um, you know, we've had some really good teams, but we haven't beat Ohio State and we haven't won a conference championship since, what was it, 2004, 2006, whatever it was. Four. Four. Six, so, 17 years. Yeah, so, so people, people were excited, right? And, you know, uh, people were excited to go somewhere and to watch their team and, and to have something to play for. And, you know, the, the first – the first uh, I don't know, a week and a half before that matchup, I were, you know, after the, the teams were announced, I really thought that um, we were going to get rolled. And I started studying studying more and watch Georgia and go right up until their first drive. <laughs> I thought, you know what, we got a legitimate chance here. I, I didn't think we were going to blow anybody out, but I really didn't think that they would blow us out. And, I mean – that for all intents and purposes, that game was over at the, for, at the end of the first quarter. Um, you know, it was 14 nothing, And I remember saying, you know, I was over at a buddy's house for New Year's Eve. And I remember saying, if they don't score here, if Michigan doesn't score here, it's over. Um, you know, we got to do something. I think they ended up getting a field goal out of it. No, yeah, because uh, it was 17 nothing, And then we went up three. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, we're going to go into halftime down 17-3. This is just like the Florida State game. I'm not going to panic right now. Right. And then they went down and got a field goal. I'm like, okay, not really a big deal. The same same scoring difference. It's cool. And so I'm like – and then they hit that big play right before the half, like a 58-yard touchdown pass. And I right. was like – and at first I was like, Vincent Gray, you're there. You're there. Uh, he's going to pick it. And then he looked back and stopped running, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And he scored, and I was like, oh, well, can't go into halftime down 27 to three and expect to win a football game. Right. But I mean, I mean, it was another thing. I mean, like you said, you thought we were going to get rolled. You watching, looking at things. I said, I, I know I've said it before, but I said after our first drive, I said, we're going to have to pass the football to win this yeah. football game, which I figured was going to be a thing. The problem is J.J. McCarthy was our leading passer that game, a seven for seventeen for one hundred thirty-one and a touchdown. Right. I mean, when they're bringing pressure, I think that's where we've seen J.J.'s speed come into very, very good use because he was able to clear the pocket. Unlike Cade, right? Cade would look like Ben Roethlisberger or Tom Brady back there. Can't run the football. Well, you know what's weird is because you know I don't think you can say enough good things about Georgia, but and. 
and you know i feel like now that our, our offensive line was probably overrated a little bit but they were you know they were voted the number one offensive line in the country and to see what that d-line did to them and you know we talked about it in the podcast before the game strength on strength right but they made those guys you know i think it was a second or third series those guys come over and they looked like they'd played two games already. Our, you know, our offensive line, they were, they were gasping for air. They're already drenched and sweat. And um, we, we just didn't have nothing for them. So, you know, they couldn't keep a pocket. And when the, when the pocket collapsed, Cade couldn't, Cade couldn't get out of it. And that's, that's not his, yeah. that's not his thing, you know, um, so you know he's he's a pocket guy and and a and a dinger and and you know he'll 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 nickel and dime you get those get those screens get those short crosses and Stuff you know if get. you get some time they take some shots but he never had enough time to to take that shot. I think I mean we hit two deep shots. I think the one we got on the second drive after they scored when they went up fourteen nothing we got and it put us in that field goal situation. Yep. But I mean, it got us down to the twenty yard line. Very next play, we got like a fucking offside or false start, yeah, or something like that. And I was like, Jesus, I was, you got to be kidding me right now. But like, not like, pretty much. It was what could go wrong went wrong for us that day. I think, and also, I mean, we we didn't play good. Like, I I, I truthfully don't. I think yes, Georgia's a way better team, but I also don't think we played. To our full potential, but like and you said, I, I don't think we did too. It, it's hard to determine how much was it, you know, how much was uh, hey, we're off a little bit today, and maybe, maybe that's as good as Georgia can play, right? But I, uh, you know, I, I feel in my heart if we were to play that team with our team 10 times, we'd be lucky to win one. Um, they're they're just that much better, and you know, after the game. Uh, they got they have uh, fifteen five stars that that start for them. We got two, I think. We got four yeah, on the roster. Yeah, I think we got four on the roster. One of BJJ, he doesn't start. Right, Dax was one. He's gone. So yeah, our whole that, defense is gone. But Jesus, that you know that that talent gap is it's you know it's just still there, and you know we might be. Um, I think we've closed the gap. I don't know that we're equal with Ohio State yet. Um, but, you know, and we'll talk about this a little bit later in the podcast, but this is, if Jim Harbaugh didn't know it before, and I'm sure that he did because he's not a dumb guy, he knows it now. Yeah. And that's why he's pushing for the things that he's pushing for. Um, it's not about money for him. But, you know, we have to, we have to have some, some liberties to the university admissions got to make some liberties to, to get some guys in here because you know as you and i texted back and forth alabama don't give a fuck if jabril if jabril can't read and jabril don't either you know and yeah can you know, can he whatever can he play good defense is, is he the best corner in the class yeah okay we'll, we'll get him in and we'll make it work you know, and I don't. I don't even think that's fully necessary um, for for Michigan. They just they just need to meet in the middle a little bit. Um, and I know I'm getting off topic here, but 
Um, I was going to roll into that next thing. We want to bounce back. We can bounce back. But the um, Stanford Northwestern are the only two colleges in the United States that have the same stipulations for football athletes as as they do for regular students and and Michigan. So, and you know, we're we're right on par with those schools academically, but you know, we've we've been a football school for 100 years and and more than 100 years and um you know, the the problem is the president, I don't think it's the AD, um and I don't think it's the board of regents, the board of regents has shown flexibility to be able to do things uh, make changes and kind of get a little more progressive. Um, and Schissel's going out and leaving uh, <laughs> June, yeah. I think. So uh, it'd be nice to see them loosen up and and, and make things a little <clears throat> bit easier. And, you know, just because a guy's got a, a, a 2.5 instead of a 3.5 uh, to get in, you know, he's not a – He's not a hunter poor from Stockbridge High School graduating with a point nine, just barely and <laughs> trying to get in. But you know what I'm trying to say. I was a little bit of a cheap shot. I'm just messing with you, but uh you know, it's just yeah. Uh, if they want us to compete on a national level, <clears throat> there's gonna have to be some concessions. And and you know, the NIL is a big thing too. How in the world how does Eastern Michigan have a million dollars to offer uh, Caleb Williams? Caleb Williams come up there. Central Michigan did it too, and we don't even have a, a full on NIL program. And you know, I re- I, di- I didn't know this, I guess, or I didn't understand it. Yeah, fully, that university can't be involved. They can't create it. The money can't come from the university. But you can set but it up. They can facilitate it. Yeah. So you can have people, you have five or six people in an office all day looking for people to, like, hey, looking for a company to, say, sponsor somebody or give right. them an NIL deal. You have somebody that's, the, that's their sole heart and job is to get these kids the best possible deals that they can get. And even, I mean, we all know the hardball situation going on right now, how this is what he wants. Uh, even one thing I'm worried about, okay, they can tell hardball, okay, yeah, we're going to do that. But are they still going to, in the long run, still restrict how they have been, even if they do get that, so the NIL deal, like workers, people just specifically to do that, are they going to – have restrictions is university like okay well you can only look for this much money compared to this much money or is it going to be oh these guys want to give us three million dollars to bring this number one player five star defensive back or running back but university's like oh well we can't take that much money we can only offer you say a million dollars right i mean and here, this to me is part of the problem with this, and I do think the players have more than deserve something for a long time, but but now 
and it's not there yet, but it's going to be there for there eventually is, is that it's going to be who they're going to, you know, the best players are going to go to the highest bidder. And that's why it's important that. You why do you think Jackson get, State's getting these goddamn recruits? You know, Deion Sanders out there be like, you're throwing money. So they get these recruits. Right. No way. Jackson State doesn't Got matter. Two who, top 50s. Does Number not one. matter. Does not matter who is coaching there. Right. It could be the rest in peace, but John Madden himself right. coaching there. And I promise you, <clears throat> if there was not an NIL deal, not one, not even one three star would be looking at that college. Right. <clears throat> no, no just that's a college where guys who want to still play football and don't have an opportunity any, you know, at a power five, say, to go. So. So, you know, that's important. And I, I worry about, um, you know, kind of like you said, if, if they're going to try to control it too much, you know, uh, I, I forget exactly who it was, but there's an NIL uh, deal valiant and there's former players behind it, but it's, uh, it's small potatoes. Yeah. You know, it's so they, they've done, they've had a hand over $500,000 worth of NIL activity for student athletes, and that's all student athletes. And, you know, the, their biggest thing that they're hanging their head on is, you know, they have a deal with the MDEN. You can buy NIL jerseys and NIL shirts, and, you know, the players get like half of that. Well, that's all fine and dandy, and it's nice. And if that's what everybody did and that was the rule, that would be fine, but there's very few, if any, universities that have the financial capabilities that the University of Michigan does. Um, you know, you take, uh, oh, shoot, what's the guy's name that owns the Dolphins? Stephen Ross, mm-hmm. um, you know, billionaire. There, there's just, there's just Michigan. A, what's that? I said University of Michigan, man. Right. There's there's just a ton of money out there. You know, our own Al Glick. Um he he's very he's very quiet about what he does. But hello, they got a football building named after him. Yeah. If if they come up to him and said, Hey, uh, you know, can you come up with whatever it is, a hundred hundred thousand dollars a year, a million dollars a year, um, you know, to make sure these do this. These guys, there's a lot of guys chomping on the bit, waiting to make it happen. They're just not doing it because the university hasn't wanted it to this point. Um, so we'll see. You know, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. I got, I got um, a lot more faith that a good NIL program is going to come to fruition than than um, you know the relaxation of uh, the administration. Yeah, the standards to get in. Yep. Yeah. And I- uh, sorry, I'm reading. I was reading something on Twitter because it was about. Uh, I'm just not even going to read anything anymore because I don't know what's true anymore and what's not. But uh, I mean, from what this it says per Chris Ballas Bayless, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> Harbaugh, blah blah blah. We'll be back with the Wolverines. A nice new contract and expected announce officially soon. More money for his assistants, expanded staff, and a lot of Wolver- support for admin. Harbaugh reportedly wants looser policies for stronger 
for transfers and a stronger NIL program to consistently be yeah it's everything so this is all the same thing except saying he's gonna have a contract now uh i mean that's another thing is this i mean the looser policies for our transfers right we, i mean yeah we, we 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 really haven't got any big time transfers as like some colleges have like kids who okay blew up at their own school say kenneth walker michigan state Yep. I mean, that's that's one thing that Mel Tucker's done wonderfully for them is, I mean, he wiped out his whole team last year, last offseason, and pretty much recruited from the transfer portal. Right. Brought in a whole new team, and, I mean, they went 11-2. and two. I, I mean, maybe – I think I think that's – the transfer portal needs some restrictions on it, like nationally. I don't think players should be able to transfer four, three, four, five times. I don't even think players should be able to transfer twice. I think it should go back to what it used to be, where it was a, wasn't it, what, it was like a one time thing. Yep. Yeah, uh, I, I'd, be, I I'd be good with that. You know, I'm, you get you get a one time free pass. You can leave any anywhere, anytime, anyhow. But if you leave again after that, you got to sit out here. I mean, that's but that's that's like uh, what's his name, Michigan Cream Walker. Yep. That man got here. I I think he got to Michigan in like 2015, 14. I think it was before Harbaugh got here. Right, so. right around the right around the same time, and he was still playing in college this year. Yeah. Because he transfers every freaking year. Right. I, I mean, that's. I say you get the ones. I don't even think there should be another like. Hey, you have to sit out a year. I think it should be just. Hey, you're stuck at the school now, or you're done. Because I think once you get into that, unless they're going to lose a year eligibility because they have to set out a year. But if they're just going to get a red shirt, then it's kind of pointless because, I mean, yeah, you're sitting out a year, but you're still having the same years of eligibility. Right. And you know what? That that's <laughs> not that's not uh, unfair. I don't, I don't think that the you can't ever move again. It's it's you're done once you move on to that. I don't think that would ever fly, but Hey, you can move it. You get one free pass. Right. And then if you move again, that's fine. But you set out a year and you, you lose that year eligibility because there's a lot of people yeah. that are, you know, coach told me my mama was fat when I ran sprints and fuck him. I'm, I'm going somewhere else. Well, and, you, you mean know, you old other thing that I could go on for 36 hours about, but, the, the softness of our society has, yeah, has not, contributed to this. That, let's you know, not hurt the snowflakes. My, I, and, you know, you've heard stories over the years, but, you know, <clears throat> our football and basketball coach did things to us that would put guys in jail or prison now. Yeah. And, you know, we were we were better then for it and become better men because of it. Um, uh, I and, mean, that's – that goes back even with the Urban Meyer thing that just happened. Yep. Oh, he kicked some. He cooked. He kicked an adult in the leg. Right. And the kid went. Not even kid. An adult, twenty plus year old kid went and fucking cried about it. Right. I mean, I get like, it. Instead of whipping his ass or trying to whip his ass, you like, know, if, if he would if he would have kicked an offensive lineman <clears throat> like that in the leg, I guarantee he got his ass kicked. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, picked down the kicker, who. You know, 
they're they're great athletes, but they're they're the flaky part of the bunch, right? Just like goalies are in hockey, the kickers are kickers are a little bit out there. No, but... no, 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 no. Goalies are not the flaky part of the bunch. Oh yes, they are. No. What? Well, we'll some of the that. some of the best fight, some of the best fights have been with goalies. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but but they're they're a different breed. They're a little bit out there, a little bit more out there than everybody else. They they aren't as I'll say it <laughs> as um some uh, as the kickers are. I think sometimes they're what? No, I don't, don't want to say it again. That might have been a little bit too far. <laughs> say it again. I said they might be a little bit too flamboyant. More flamboyant than most people. I'm not saying all of them are, but there's – I mean, Michigan State's little ginger redhead kicker. I mean, we've all seen the little gif of him running out in the field like this. Right. That's, that's got to – So, yeah, you know, society has contributed to a lot of this. But, and you know, I do think that that's my, that's my only downfall. You know, I think the kid should make money, and I don't think a kid should have to stay somewhere that he's being mistreated or that he's truly unhappy from. But that's where that one, that one free pass comes in, and then after that, it's just like the rest of life. Hey, you know, if you made a second bad choice, um, too bad, so sad. Stick with it, figure it out, and if you really hate it that much, uh, quit playing football, walk away. Damn. Yeah. No, I agree. I was trying to find this tweet that I seen earlier to see who. Oh, hang on. I think I remember who it was by. But, yeah, no, I agree. I think uh, whatever it, whatever comes of it, something needs to change because, I mean, there's no way a kid should be transferring four or five times without any punishment. I mean. There was close. I, I, I want to say there, there was close to 2,000 kids in the transfer portal now. It's like 1,700, 1,800. And. You know, that's that's not what it was intended for either. I think the old rule was a little harsh and this is this is uh too much. And you know, there's there's nothing that's perfect. The football playoffs aren't perfect, the NIL's not perfect. Um uh, but you know, uh, to to go the other way, if, if Deion Sanders at Jackson State can figure out some NIL money, um just about any other power five school should and why in the Fuck, are are we not a top three anyways? Texas had a lot of money in Texas, right? And Texas loves their football. But Texas A&M, you know, they stole stole a guy from a signing day because of NIL. Um, and, you know, maybe he's, maybe he's the difference between them winning a national championship in a couple of years and us. And all because of to – to in in relative terms to the to the money that's around Michigan football, it's a lot of money to to us and and most of our listeners. But for a few hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, you know what I mean? It just it just doesn't make any sense. We got guys that start their fireplaces with a million dollars in the morning. They could start the fireplaces with a million dollars in the morning if that's what they wanted to do. Uh, oh, easily. So. So we'll see. So, you know, I don't know how much we can beat a dead horse on that. I know it kind of danced around a little bit and jumped back and forth, but, um, you know, the, the bottom line is Michigan's got to figure that out. 
in Michigan. It does not cost Michigan anything except for a couple people, uh, you know, a very small staff, of, as you suggested, some people putting people together and making phone calls and, and making sure um, that that there's nothing, you know, that there's no violations. And the, the rules are pretty lax. Michigan has a little bit, surprise, surprise, uh, stronger standards than than what the NCA does and 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 on NIL um and I got I got no problem with that like they they, they won't allow guys to endorse dispensaries fine get it they, they strip clubs all that yeah yeah they won't no alcohol uh no strip clubs um it looks bad on the university that could look right, bad right. Yeah, and I mean, it. It, it's not it's not horribly restrictive. I th- you know people yeah, are no. kind of kicking think- and screaming about it when I when it come out, and I thought you know what, yeah, it's a little tighter than everybody else, but that's okay. There, there's plenty of opportunities for these guys to make money without going to any of those things. You know what I mean? They they don't need to go put their name on a bag of gummies at. Ben's pot dispensary, or you know what I mean, yeah, or go or go down to Hunter's Gay Strip Club and and advertise out front for for ten thousand dollars for the night. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I mean we talked about that. I, I think yeah, it was our first episode when we brought up the nil deals, and I brought up the whole. Yeah. We talked exactly about that because that was what that was when Hunter Dickinson was complaining or was saying, "Oh well." We, and I mean, he you know, I also in that said, okay, we don't have a setup deal how other colleges do, where you have those four or five people looking for deals for players, right? Getting them deals with whether it's a restaurant or how Cade is with with Tom Brady now and that, uh, right. that clothing line and Brady's clothing line. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, that's that's the last thing I want to say on it. I was gonna you got anything else to say before i move on or no i don't think so yeah so i, I was gonna quick, quickly go over this i just seen something on youtube not youtube twitter uh michigan has postponed the purdue game this week also so sparties f- screw off yeah Eat we're ducking purdue too um i mean that's oh jesus <laughs> Uh, I mean, that's you want you guys want to be upset. We cancel it, we let you come up there because we thought possibly be able to play. Okay, here, let, let me just what would you rather do be up there and have to go home or be still in East Lansing and not make it to the game in time and have to forfeit? But I mean, uh, COVID's still here, it's dumb, but. I mean, we had six. I think we had six players. Yeah, six scholarship players that could play, and I against a team that was pretty much fully. I don't know. I, I do. I think I remember last. Like I said, I I, I shut up a lot of Sparties on Facebook that day. It was funny because I just went back and like found a whole bunch of articles about all the games Michigan State canceled last year because of COVID, and I literally just started posting them in comment sections. And every time, I never got a response back. I think the one dude did, and he's like, he's like, but when we played Illinois last year, who was ranked higher? And I was like, Illinois? Right. You guys sucked last year how we sucked this year so far. You just, just didn't have the flow. 
and and I was like, he's a, he's like, and I was like, if you really want to argue that, we were favored, so technically we were the better team. If you want to look at the money line, they thought we were the better team, right? And he's like, he's like, well, it it goes by rankings, and I was like, so either way, your logic doesn't work because you just said if Illinois was ranked higher, that you guys were still the better team. I was like, either way, your logic doesn't work, dude. I mean, but that's just why we call him little brother. They don't they fucking flip flop back and forth. Oh, so Scott Bell posted on Twitter already about this whole postponement, by the way. Yeah, I just read it. Yeah, that's that's why I said oh Jesus about when I like in the middle of my sentence. Uh yeah, but I mean getting on the basketball team now that we can I can get off my horse and uh, I mean, I know we talked about them here and there, but now that football season's over, I think we can say that'll take over majority of our shows now is talking about them. <coughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Which, I mean, which it'll be nice to it'll be nice to uh, kind of change it up a little bit, even though we're like nine months away from football season, and I don't know what I'm gonna do for the next nine months, but especially after the taste we got this year. Uh, but uh, what needs to change? Uh, I mean, with us, I mean, we're seven and six. Yep, two and four, I think, in the conference. I think we're only one and two. Or one and two, yeah, you're right, you're right. I mean, so, I mean, we're still, we are still, if we can turn it around, luckily a lot of our losses came early, and if we can start to gel, and I think, this whole COVID stand down, I guess we're having now is can be a good thing. And it it could be for us, right? It's, you know, there's, it's not time to panic. I I don't think with these guys, basketball is so different um, than, than, you know, the other sports college basketball anyways, is, is these guys got a lot of time to come out. I I think, I think time's running out to be a serious contender, um, for the regular season conference, conference yeah. championship, um, but, but it is it is the Big Ten though. I mean, we I know we're already at two losses, but the past few years, Big Ten champions been five six loss team in the conference. Right. I, I mean, but I mean, teams, we're not going to run have, the table even even if we become last year's team overnight. We're not going to run the table, right? So we can't afford, you know, instead of losing, instead of the say six wins or six losses, wins it. Um, we're, we're already two in the hole. We can only lose four games and we're really just getting into the meat of the conference. You know, we've played three games, postponed one. And, and now that postponed. Purdue game sounds like that's going to be postponed. Yeah, it is postponed. It's already been official. Oh, it's official. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's official as of like 30 minutes ago. Okay. Like even ESPN even has it like in their app as postponed. Um, I mean, it, it's just. Yeah, I just clicked on the Michigan basketball schedule, and it's already off of it. Yeah, they took the Michigan State one off like that, too. Yeah, That's why some of the Michigan State fans on one of the pages I follow is like, oh, are they not even going to reschedule it? Are they really just ducking us? And I was like, no, we just took it off the schedule online, so it's not there anymore. Right. But it's on the ESPN app still. It, it, it <coughs> even said, on, Twitter, on Twitter, it says they have to work with the Big Ten to reschedule, find a reschedule date. But I mean, who knows what the hell Kevin Warren's gonna do? Right, dude's a f- trip. But I mean, 
I think like I said, I think it's just, I think this has a good chance to help us. It can help us gel. I think that's really all we're missing because the talent's there. Yeah, for sure the talent's there. Um, you know, our, our I mean, guard number one recruiting class came in. Our, our, our guard plate's been too inconsistent. Devontae uh, Jones know. garbage. What's that? Devontae Jones is garbage. And you know, I, I don't want to call the kid garbage, but he's not he's not been he's consistent. Not. He's not been well. Nunez hasn't been hasn't been great. I'm telling you, uh, just you know, play Frankie Collins. Just play Frankie Collins, and if he messes up, I'd rather have a freshman mess it up than a fifth-year senior that's, that's been playing. I feel about it. And Kobe, Let him too. Grow. Yep, you know, Kobe Buskins. Yep, he's he's been pretty solid in his – he hasn't played a whole lot, right? Um, and I didn't watch the last game uh, against Rutgers. I, I didn't – I missed Yeah, that. I didn't either. I think – I don't remember what I was doing, but – I've only watched, I think, three games this year, like fully through. I think I've turned a few on. Um, and every single one, it's been a fucking loss. Right. So, but I'm looking at their stuff right now. I mean, so next right. up is Illinois. If that doesn't get postponed, yeah, I, I mean, Hunter Dickinson. Maybe this coming Friday. Yeah, I know we were playing that. Eh, maybe. I mean, Hunter Dixon's doing everything that we thought he would do. Yep. I mean, he's doing – he's got 16. He's averaging six – leads the team in points and rebounds and blocks. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's averaging 16.1 a game and 8.8 rebounds a game. I mean, he's almost averaging a double-double. Uh, I mean, but one thing, going back on Devontae – Jones is it at Columbia? Just how, just how really, uh, Mikey Smith was after he came out of Columbia. I mean, they were scorers when they were at those smaller schools, right? Score first mentality. But when you come to the Big Ten, to a bigger school in a bigger conference, in my opinion, it's the best college basketball conference in the nation. Even though we don't win, we haven't won national championships since. 04, 03, I don't remember. But I think we've always just beat the living hell out of each other during the regular season that by the time we do get in there, we only get that one team to after the first or the first game of the second weekend to move on to the Elite Eight, the Final Four, the Sweet Six. Like, you don't have that mentality. But going back on what I was saying, when you come to the bigger colleges, you're going to have to be a uh, I there's a better word for it, but a passer, pass first. Thank you. And I mean, Devonte Jones is only averaging about four assists a game right now. Right. I mean, you had Xavier Simpson when he was here, averaging almost nine or eight or nine a game. And even Mikey Smith last year, I don't remember what he actually had last year. Here I'll look right now. Um, I mean, Mike Smith averaged almost six a game. Right. Um, the year before that, Xavier Simpson, seven a game. I, I mean, you can't – that's that's one spot I think he's going to have to realize is that it, he's not going to be a score-first mentality anymore. It, you know, I, th- I think that's that's where he's hurting us the most. It, you know, he's, he's averaging eight points a game. He's shooting 46% from the field, 46% from free throw or from three-pointer. He's only a 
a free throw shooter, which is unusual, um, you know, for, for, for guards. Uh, but uh, he's getting almost five rebounds a game, but he's, he's got 50 assists on the season, just under four a game, um, 10 bad. steals too. So if you're, you're 14 games in the season, in my opinion, you should have more than 50 assists on a season. Yeah. I mean, you know, a point guard, you know, a high level point guard should be in the seven to eight range. I, I feel like, um, yeah. You know, every game. So, you know, our our our, our guard def our uh, <laughs> our, our the defensive play defense. has been suspect too, and then our interior defense has has hurt us. And you know, offensively, um, Hunter's done everything that we've expected him to do, but and we wouldn't be anywhere we we near where we are without him, but they're keying on him so much because nobody else, uh, you know, nobody else is commanding that respect. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, you have the only other player that's averaging, I mean, I'll count actually. So two really, cause I'll, I'll count Caleb Houston just cause he's at a nine, nine, about nine and a half points a game. You only have three players score, that are averaging 10 points a game. I mean, right. And everyone else is seven and below. Yeah. I mean, Diabate is averaging eight. Sorry. But I mean, there's yep. a lot of stuff that's got to change, and I mean, but still not at. I mean, we'll go go ahead and talk while I just pull this up real quick. Yeah, so so that's part of the problem too. I think is is you know we very uh, heralded recruiting class, right? And they haven't, uh, and it's still early. I'm not calling for the panic button or anything. They haven't. Uh, lived up to the hype so to speak you know they, they caleb houston's been really solid but you know he was he was uh supposed to be the best shooter in the class he's shooting 36 percent um 31 i think yep 31 from three um and 80 percent from free throw and and musa you know he's he's not he's 60 percent um not a three-point shooter really uh only took took nine this year, but 33%. But when, when two of your top four scores are freshmen and, and Moose is not, you know, playing starter minutes, um, Eli Brooks, Hunter and, and Houston are all over 400 minutes and Moose is at 250. Yeah. I think um, he's averaging 20 minutes a game and every yeah. uh, other three average almost over 30. Yep. So, so I mean, you know, there's a lot of – I don't think there's anything major wrong with the team. There's a lot of big things and, and or a lot of little things. And, and maybe, you know, these freshmen come in with a little bit too big of a head and and got a reality check. I, I, I don't know if that's true, but I kind of wonder about that sometimes as well. Yeah, I mean, you have – I mean, look – I mean, the same things happened to other teams in the past that came in with a great recruiting class. They come in, there's no job. I think – I don't remember what year. It wasn't too long ago. Kentucky had the same problem. Kentucky didn't even make the NIT, I think, that year. Yep. And, I mean, if we continue at this pace, we won't either. But I don't think we will continue at this pace. Uh, I think Juwan will get him rolling. I mean, I think Michigan State had a pretty high class last year. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't, I don't, I'm not 100% on that. I mean, they were – 
But first time, I think, in Izzo's, what, eight years, whatever it is. First time ever, I think, Izzo's ever finished, or second time ever, Izzo's ever finished below 500 in the Big Ten. Yep. Um, I mean, it, it happens. It's, I mean, I think we all came in, especially after the way we played the first two, three games of the season. I know they weren't against anybody, but we beat the team how we should have beat them by 40, 30, 40, 50 points. Right. I think a lot of us got – a lot of fans got excited and – then once we actually started playing the good teams, I mean, we all seen what North Carolina and Arizona and all the teams that are usually great teams in the season make the conference. I mean, make the tournament every year. What they did to us, to, I mean, I think that kind of was like, okay, hey, we got a lot of we got to work on. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I think should be <coughs> should be pretty good. I think. Uh, a lot of them make the tournament. I hope we do 100%. But as I said, we won a Big Ten championship in football, so I'll buff a year out in basketball. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm completely fine with that. But I, I, I do feel like we'll make the tournament. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, Juwan and, and, and you know, his head coach assistant, Phil Martelli, will, will uh, they'll, they'll figure it out eventually. Um, will it be in time to be competitive for the conference? I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, this is this probably isn't a at this point in the season. If we made the tournament, made the Sweet Sweet Sixteen, I think that's probably a success story. Um, you know, with after the last after last year, we thought that you know maybe we're gonna hit that Final Four again, and and once you're there, anything can happen, but. Um, that's sports. That's why we love them. That's why it drives us crazy. Um, you know, what's what's good on paper um, doesn't always translate, often doesn't translate uh, to the field. But um, here we are, a great football season. Uh, basketball, you know, it's they're, they're a third away through the season, not even quite. Um, so long ways to go, a lot of things to figure out, a lot of times for the – for the freshmen to mature and figure things out. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. One more quick thing before we go. Uh, predictions for the CFP championship tomorrow. Alabama, Georgia. I mean, Georgia gets the final run, gets that last crack at Alabama after uh, we don't know what happened. But what what's your final prediction score for that game? Um. Or how do you think I it's going to go? Georgia wins 30, 35 to 31. Yeah, I think it, I think it's got a chance to be an uh, instant classic, as NCA 14 would always say after all my games. Right. Um, Not the ones you played me, but. I don't know what you're talking about. Yourself. I don't know what you're talking about. But uh, I think it'll be like a come down that last play, last few minutes of the game. Uh, I'll take a – I think it – I don't think Georgia's defense would be as good as it has been. I, I'll i take a 45-42 game. Yeah. yeah. Just because know, Alabama already hung 40 on them. I just don't think Georgia's offense is that good. Yeah. Was that good was, good, was that, good that day? I think if that scores that closer to what you said than closer to what I said, that Bama probably wins. Um, because 
you know, the, the 35, 31, that's not quite shootout territory. Both teams go over 40. I think that's it. And I think that definitely favors Alabama. Is 42 points. So especially with teams with two offenses that are pretty high powered is 42 points in the sec a shootout. I, I think if both teams get up in the 40s, yeah, it is. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But, all right, well, we'll see how it goes. We will be back. Wednesday sound good? Sounds good. I, I kind of I think we need to get back on a plan. Yeah, we do. Um, so, uh, I will uh, – we'll see everyone on Wednesday. Uh, go blue and on to basketball season. Great season, hail. Yep. Go blue. Hail.